Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, everyone. If you haven't checked out Fever Dreams of Pulp Collection, what are you waiting for? Voyage Media has teamed up with Seven Land Productions to bring you this new anthology series spanning a multitude of genres. There are several episodes out right now with more on the way. Visit feverdreamspodcast.com or search for Fever Dreams wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents Tower Four. Season Two, Episode Seven The Search. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, Jerry, you sure we're going the right way? I don't see the tracks anymore. I see them. There. Where? There. My flashlight beam bobbed along the ground in front of me. I followed his gaze but saw nothing. We must hurry. Sure, Jerry. Sure. But don't we still have a ways to go? Maybe. You don't know? Can I see the map? No, no. This way. See? Again, he pointed to the ground before us, but again, I didn't see anything. I couldn't believe I was doing this, and now I was super nervous after seeing the gun in Jerry's bag. Hey, Jerry, can we talk a bit? Why? Because it's late, I'm tired, and it'll help me stay focused. Okay. Why do you want my help? Jerry. He folded up his map and pushed it into the pocket of his hoodie. Because, because you know. No, I don't know. I think I've been pretty clear about that. You came to me. You followed me, right? Sometimes, yes. Okay. You wanted my help, but why me? Because you're here. So whoever ended up being Fire Lookout this year would have had the pleasure of this once-in-a-lifetime exploration? Cool. But he didn't respond. Okay. So I get to the tower and you decide to reach out to me. Not sure if that's the best way of putting it, but whatever. You want my help finding this underground bunker, but you don't know why. No, I I, I do. I do. But you say you don't remember much. I mean, shit, you hardly remember anything at all, right? So why? Why? Yes. 
Because of the photo? He reached down and touched his pants pocket. That's where the bent Polaroid must have been. The girl. Is she there? Yes. She's there? They took her? Yes. Like me? Yes, and me. They take people like the father and son too? He nodded. And I'm assuming you don't know why. They hurt people. They hurt us. I remember you saying that. They fuck with my memory because it took a while, but I I remember now. Maybe not everything, but you were right. They took me. It comes to me like a dream. And hell, now I dream about other things like Site 5 and... The monster? What? Do you dream of the monster? I have. I think, yeah. I do too. You do? He nodded again. I'm glad I'm not the only one who knows it's real. But do you know what it is? The monster? No. Of course not. Jerry, you say these people hurt people. These guys who were packing the cart. Were those the guys? What? Were they the guys who hurt you? Nope, there are others. Okay, so you know that much. I've seen them. Well, what I'm getting at is, what do you freaking remember? You remember being in the bunker, you remember being hurt, you remember a needle, you remember other people. Yes. But what did they do to you in the bunker? They made us forget. Right, right. I took a few steps towards Jerry, but kept the flashlight low. I need to know something else. How did you know about the bird? You helped it. Yeah, but how did you know? Is it because you overheard me? You overheard me talking to Amber? No. I was taken aback. No? He shook his head. Then how? But he shrugged. I felt a sinking feeling in my gut. I was so confused. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath, trying to calm myself, because all I wanted to do right now was scream. When I opened my eyes, Jerry was looking at the ground between us. See? The cart tracks are now clearly visible in the soft dirt. Yes, Jerry. That I see. Really? That you see? Yeah. Then why the hell couldn't you see all the other red flags, man? We pointed them out a year ago. Remember? We sat right there, in that booth. I remember. <laughs> sure you do. What does that mean, Ricky? I don't know. Sometimes it seems like you have a selective memory. I only remember the good stuff? You only remember what you want to remember. I don't know if it's necessarily good stuff. It's not. Then I don't know why we're here talking about this again. You called me out of the blue. I thought, hell, maybe Mike made a good decision for once. Oh, thanks. It's just been a long time, Mike. You talk to Tiff? She won't return my calls. You? I talk to her from time to time. Like, once a month. Is she mad at me? She's disappointed. That makes sense. When's the last time you talked to her? Calvin's funeral? A little before that. I never got a chance to at the funeral, but that was my own fault. I got there late, left early. You were the only one I talked to that day. Seriously? Well, you and Calvin's family gave my condolences. I'm fucking things up, aren't I? Hey, man. I get it. I was in a shitty relationship, too. You know that. But I got out of it fast. When the cops show up, it's not a good sign for a happy future. I know that. I've walked away a few times. But then you walked 
right back. He walked right back into trouble. Okay. Okay, hold up. I can't walk anymore. We gotta rest, Jerry. This is a lot of hiking and I haven't slept much. We're close. That may be, but I need to rest. Just for a couple minutes. He looked sad and frustrated, but nodded. I walked over to a log and sat. Jerry walked over, but stayed standing, surveying the woods. Little on edge? No. You don't want to rest? Don't need to. You've been out here a long time, huh? But he just shrugged. Right. You laugh? Not at you. The situation. Why? You don't realize how ridiculous this all is? No. Well, I do. The fact that I'm still here is... Well, no, you know what? It's not surprising at all. I should have left. I know that. You couldn't. Why? They were going to take me again? They won't let you leave. You keep saying that, but you do realize I was on my way out. On three posts heading back? But you stayed. Yeah, but that was my choice. Not to help? <sighs> okay, listen, Jerry. I I wanted to help you, but this was a lot to take in. I, I struggled with it, but now? Now? I mean, hell, you wrote don't leave, and here I am. No. No what? I did not write. What? I did not write that. You didn't write, don't leave in the dirt by my bags. He shook his head, but that didn't make any sense. You left the radio, right, for me to find? Yes, I, I cleaned it too. Cleaned it? So they could not follow me. Or you. Oh, he meant a bugs. Good move, that helped. They talk. Often. Gene and Amber. Yes. You wanted me to listen to them. Yes. You don't trust them. No. Yeah, neither do I. But if you didn't write in the dirt, who did? The man. The hiker? Fucking Kyle? Maybe. Are you sure it wasn't you? I left. After you grabbed the radio, I left. <sighs> I didn't know what to say to that. While Jerry walked around the area keeping an eye out, I took off my shoes. I rubbed both my feet. Felt good. First thing I'm doing after I leave these woods is getting a professional massage. Never had one before, but I always wanted one. Now I had a reason to book an appointment. Do you... do you still see things? See things? He motioned to the woods around us. They took you. Do you see? I don't know what that means. I have dreams, though, I told you. Different ones. I, I used to be only me in my childhood bed, floating and flying, but now I walk. I walk to the woods, calling for my father. Oh. Is he gone? You mean dead? I don't know. He left when I was 12. He used to wish he was dead, but now I don't really care. Oh. What do you see, Jerry? He used his good arm to rub his other one. Pain. 
the hurt, the needle, other things too. When you say see things, you don't mean dreams? No, not when I am sleeping. Oh, Jerry slowly walked over and sat next to me. I see flashes. Flashes? Of before. Of before the woods? Before you were taken? Yes. Wow, I couldn't believe we were doing this. He was sitting right next to me and actually opening up a bit. What uh, else do you see? Cars. Uh, cart. A cart? Like the cart those guys were driving? No, a uh, push cart. A shopping cart? He nodded. And rain. Lightning. A storm. Yes. Anything else? He pulled out the photo and rubbed the red-headed woman's cheek with his thumb. Her? Yes. I see her often. But you don't remember who she is? No. But I want to. We sat in silence a moment. I almost thought he would start crying with the look he had on his face. But after about a minute, he pocketed the photo and grabbed his pack. Ready? We, we have to keep going. Sure. Yeah. I quickly put on my shoes. Alright. I'm ready. This is it. What? Another field? Yes, they come from here. I've seen them often. Okay. They come from here. Somewhere. It was several hours later and we were in a field of tall, yellowed grass. It reminded me of the field near Site 5, but there were way more boulders and bushes. Over here. Jerry ran through the field. It was hard to still see the tracks, but he was following the grass that was slightly bent or still matted down. I followed him. Jerry! Where did you go? I made my way around another group of rocks, three large boulders, and there he stood on the flat area of gravel and dirt. They stop. Are you sure? They stop here. Jerry made his way around the area, investigating, running his hands through the grass. They're gone. I walked around too, running my flashlight over the ground and rocks and bushes, searching. You said you've seen them around here before? Chased me over here before. Long before. He went to where the grass ended and the gravel began. He then slowly bent down and parted the blades of grass, still investigating. I knew what he was thinking. This grass stands. And that grass is bent. You think they went underground to the... Bunker? He nodded slowly. Okay, well, uh, what do we do now? I don't know.
Sorry, Jerry. But I'm gonna have to sleep soon. Have to keep looking. I understand, but we've been looking for a while now. There's nothing. No buttons, no levers, no elevator. No escalator, no hatch, no ladder. They're here. That may be so. But I can barely keep my eyes open. I'm exhausted. And so are you. Rest. He looked defeated, yet still somehow determined. Jerry, don't keep pushing yourself. Let's rest a little while, then we'll continue looking. But what if they know? How will they? Are the cameras? I do not think so. Not over here. But he looked around nervously, scanning the branches high above. Well, they're not able to track me, right? Right. Then rest. <sighs> He sat across from me, legs folded. We were right on the edge of the wood line on the opposite side of the field. The sky was starting to brighten. The sun would be up in an hour or so, but I needed sleep. I leaned my head against the near tree trunk and watched Jerry as he dug into his backpack. I saw him move the wrapped gun to the side. Hey, uh, Jerry. You talk about the... Gun? The gun? Yeah. Where did you get it? I don't know much about guns, but it looked like your regular everyday handgun. Except it looked new. Unused. But that was only from the quick look I got in the cave. I took it. Took it? From where? From who? But he turned his attention to the woods, ignoring me. You didn't hurt anyone, did you? Not for the gun, no. Oh. Okay. I took it from a shop. A shop? What kind of shop? Small gun shop. Out there. So you were out there? He nodded. I thought they didn't let people leave. They don't let you leave. They found me. I had to come back. <sighs> it was so frustrating talking to him sometimes. I know you don't remember much. I know you try, but... You remember some things, the cart, the storm. You remember being out there? Did you leave and come back? I escaped. From the bunker, yeah. Okay. But but you came back. For her. Right. Um, I wanted to know so much more, but it was hard to get anything out of him. But if I could get my memories back, couldn't he? I thought about her dreamed about her. Out there. So I came back. So you've had this gun the whole time? I have to find her. It was dark and the shadows from the branches above obscured his face. I could swear he was crying. Hey, Jerry, I, I know whoever's in the photo is important to you. You wouldn't come back if she wasn't, right? You say you escaped, so I can't imagine you'd come back otherwise. No. Right, so I understand why you're here, but I want to make sure you're careful. We're careful. You don't know who those guys were in the woods, but if we're in danger... We are. So the gun is necessary. Yes, for them. I'm going to be honest, though. It makes me scared. It's like your bow. Don't you mean your bow? But he just shrugged. He had a point, though. The reason I practiced with the bow was so that I could explore the woods while that thing was out there. But it had been a long time since I'd heard anything like it. 
And now I wondered if what I saw and heard was all in my head. Just then, Jerry stood. What are you doing? I'm going to search more. We need to rest. No, no. You rest. I search. I was lucky that everything over the last couple days was finally catching up to me. Because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to shut my eyes. But the adrenaline from tonight was wearing off. Two minutes after Jerry walked off, I was out. searching for my dad in the dark woods. And again, the earth quaked beneath my feet. It cracked and moved underneath me. I tried to run, but couldn't. I fell. I fell further and further into the earth, but it continued to part. I was no longer bouncing back and forth up the sides, but rolling down a steep decline. Eventually, I hit the bottom. But it wasn't dirt. It was a concrete floor. Was this the bunker? I looked up but saw only the trees and stars high above and in my childhood bed, floating above everything. I turned my attention back to the hallway. There it was. In front of me, the dark hallway of flickering lights. The monster was there door. Why did I walk toward it? I couldn't stop. I was in a trance. Why was the monster down here? What did it want? What did I want with it? Turn away, Mike. Turn away. dream? Yeah, until you scared the shit out of me. Jerry moved to the side, which caused me to instantly squint, the harsh sunlight hitting my face. Ugh, what time is it? Early. Thanks. Come on. What? I'm gonna show you. Over here. He rushed past me. <sighs> I flung my backpack over my shoulder and followed him back into the field. This way. I'm coming. He disappeared behind the three large boulders to my left. Jerry, did you ever sleep? Jerry? Look. What the hell? There was an eye carving in the boulder. 
I walked over to it and ran my finger over the indentation. We missed this last night? Yes. There are so many of these. What does it mean? Do you know? It means we're close. Close? Yes. He stared down at the ground. You think there's an entrance around here? I mean, it makes sense. The tracks stopped. We couldn't pick them back up, but... Hell, the entrance would have to be pretty big to allow for that cart they were riding in. Yes. I don't know, Jerry. We may be in over our heads here. No, we must find. Uh, Okay. Well, it's a new day. I hardly feel refreshed, but let's keep searching. did the whole field we couldn't find any more tracks or any way to get underground several hours had passed the sun was almost in the middle of the sky now jerry i think we're stuck maybe these assholes were airlifted out mikey you copy both me and jerry froze it had only been a day but it seemed like a lot longer since me and amber talked so much had happened since then uh yeah amber go ahead No, I, uh, was, but I'm taking a break now. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay, so, you and I are at the movies, and I know what you're thinking. How was it you? Well, you didn't have a face, that's for sure. But that makes sense, since I don't know what you look like. But I knew it was you, because you were holding a radio. Anyway, we go to the movies, some kids film, probably something Pixar. Or at least it looked like a Pixar movie. But we were the only ones in the theater. We sat in the back. So, while we're watching the movie and eating popcorn, my ex-boyfriend Dylan shows up, and he's pissed. And when I say ex-boyfriend, I mean ex in real life. But apparently in my dream, we were still dating. Anyway, he comes in and starts yelling at me. We get into this huge fight, like actual fist fight, and we fall to the floor wrestling. And I'm about to bite him in his stupid face when I wake up. What happened to me? I don't really remember. I think he just kind of left. Oh. It's funny though, because Dylan cheated on me. I, on the other hand, never did anything of the sort. But were you actually cheating? I didn't have a face and we were at a Pixar movie. I guess it could have been a friend thing, but Dylan didn't think so. (laughs) I mean, maybe it was a date. How? I followed him one day after work. To a movie theater? Well, no. A bar. He was so surprised when I showed up. But I just knew I'd eventually catch him in the act. Wow. It was funny because I always wanted to try the same thing with Mel, but couldn't. Because I was always busy. That is, until... Listen, Mike. You just needed to click for you. What are you talking about, Ricky? You have stormed out multiple times, but you've always gone back. 
Why is that? Because I still care for Anderson. Sure. And no matter what any of us say, your friends, your mom, always go back. You know it's not good. Yeah, I do know. So the only way for you to fall out of it is for it to click. But how? I don't know. It's got to be something that's going to drive you away once and for all. Obviously, the physical and emotional abuse isn't enough. Can we keep the jokes to a minimum, please? Sorry. I'm just trying to figure out what it could be. I don't even know what you're really getting at. It can't be drinking. Or drugs. Or... I got it. What? In the year 2000, you broke up with Sam Browning because she was cheating on you. Sure, but I found Mel talking to guys behind my back, and sadly, well, I've taken her back. Sure, yeah. But you caught Sam in the act, remember? Thank you for bringing that up. Sam was shit. Fuck her. (laughs) I remember the day after you caught her. You were done. That was it. She begged for you back, but you said no. Yeah, but we weren't together that long to begin with. Okay, sure. There's tons of differences between Sam and Mel. But what I'm getting at is that it clicked for you with Sam. Maybe it will click with Mel, too. Think about it. She's talked to other guys already. You've caught her doing that, and so have your friends. But what did you always tell us when that stuff happened? The same thing I said with everything. She was trying to change. Right, but you also didn't think she ever physically cheated on you. And as long as that didn't happen, you would try to make it work. Well, yeah, she was usually talking to guys because she was looking for attention. I let it go so often because... Because she would blame you. She used your work and your family time against you. Don't blame yourself for that. No, I know, and I thought about that. I thought about going through her phone again. I thought about following her plenty of times, but I could never do it. A lot of times it was just because I was at work or watching Nate or looking after Mom. It makes sense. But other times, I, I guess I was worried about what I'd find. Because you know it would truly be over. It would finally click. Yeah. Maybe. Listen, I'm not trying to come down on you, man. I understand it's hard. But after everything else she's put you through, if she's physically cheating on you too... No, I know, but how do I find out? Hey, I don't have another job for three weeks. Let me help. Hey, uh, Jerry? I think I have an idea. I tensed up when I heard the crackle of the radio, but nothing came through. I don't think Jerry would use a radio right now, and I already told Amber I was going back to writing, when in actuality I was just sitting here at the edge of the field leaning against the trunk of a tree and watching some American robins bicker high above me. The robins flew back and forth, zigzagging between the branches. I'd been waiting here a long time, trying not to fall asleep again. I thought back on the day that I caught Mel cheating. It didn't happen right away. It wasn't until two weeks after my meeting with Ricky, but he did help me. It sucked because for those two weeks after our huge fight, things were actually good. The problem was that was always the case. Things would be good until they weren't. Then she'd go back to drinking and talking to guys and starting random fights with me. Then I'd threaten to leave, 
We'd fight for a week and then she'd beg for me back and even use her son to make me feel bad for leaving. Then I'd take her back, we'd be good for a couple weeks and then the cycle would start over. So Ricky was right because it never clicked for me until I heard movement to my right but it was just a rabbit. I was surprised how close it was although I hadn't moved from this spot in some time. I wonder if it saw me. As I watched the tiny animal hop about, sniffing the air, I continued to think about that night. We set up a little sting operation for Melinda, and after two weeks, I started to have my doubts that she was actually seeing anybody. But then I saw an email left open on her laptop. An old fling had reached out. That's when we caught her. <sighs> and I applied the same plan here. Jerry was heading back to his cave. They knew he was staying there, that's why they affixed a camera for surveillance. I told Jerry he needed to be seen on that camera. I remember those guys talking about tagging. So my assumption was that if he appeared on camera, they'd send someone for him. That meant if Jerry was right about them entering some kind of bunker here, I should see them emerge. But this was all just a guess. It had been several hours now and there was nothing. Would this actually work? Did Jerry make it back yet? Would they even come back this way? There were so many ifs that, like with Mel, I was starting to doubt the plan when... The rabbit scurried right past me, startling me. Jesus. It disappeared into the high grass, obviously frightened by something. I stood looking around, but trying to remain for the most part hidden. But there was nothing. No one. Then I felt it. Movement from below. The ground shook. I thought, my dream, my nightmare. Then I saw movement. Three boulders about 30 yards away, protruding high above the yellowed grass in the field, began to move as one. Holy shit. The rocks continued to slide, kicking up dirt and gravel. And after about a minute, it stopped. I couldn't see anything from where I stood. But suddenly, a small cart zoomed out from the other side. Two men were inside, but I had no idea if they were the same two men from last night. The cart zipped into the woods on the opposite side of the field, and seconds later, disappeared. It worked. It was right. I was so ecstatic that the plan was just that easy, but then the boulders started to slide again. Back the way they came. Shit! I ran as fast as I could through the thick grass. I came around the right side to see the corner of the ramp and the darkness it led to. No, no, no! Boulders had almost fully sealed over the ramp by the time I was ten yards away. Hurry, Mike! The ramp was just about to disappear from view. I had to act fast or I could possibly be crushed. I threw my backpack into the now three-foot opening and then dove head first. <laughs> The boulders were closing in, the opening now just two feet wide. I crawled forward and turned onto my side, please, and pulled myself through, feeling the side of the rocks that closed the gap to one foot. I sucked in my stomach and shimmied. No, 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 no! I pulled my feet in and slid just as the opening became nothing but a six-inch slit of daylight. Whew, I was in. The light now a three-inch slit, then two, then one. <sighs> then, complete darkness.
Tower 4. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Jack Austin as Mike, Gina Coyle as Amber, Brian Messick as Gene. Co-starring Justin Alderson. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Brett Wilkins at Facebook.com slash WilkinsMusicFL. If you enjoyed Tower 4, visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this one. Also, don't forget to follow 7lamb on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 7lambpodcasts. This has been a 7lamb production. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. (laughs) The only thing I could hear was 7219 (laughs) laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.